what is the one guarantee that is sure to help propel you towards your law enforcement career and always benefit you no matter what? Let's discuss. Before we jump into this, listen, those gifts are in the description, the Getting Started Workshop that's going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process, and it's going to let you know exactly what's needed from you when you get through there or what you're what you should expect when you're going through each phase of the hiring process. And then additionally, if you have something more specific to your hiring process and you want to discuss it or you want to get started in your hiring process, or maybe you even had some hurdles that you want to go through if you've had some issues with prior departments, reach out to me. I'd love to sit down and talk with you. We'll jump on a call and I'll answer all the questions I can for you. Now, let's jump into it. What is the one thing you can do to make sure that you have guaranteed an improvement in yourself and increase your chances to get hired on as a police officer? And it's a pretty simple answer. It's invest in yourself. And we're going to start today's episode or today's video a little bit differently. I'm going to tell you a story. And the story is a little bit about my background. When I was in the Navy, I was deployed overseas. And at some point in time, we're all forced with a decision. Do we reenlist or do we, or do we say, hey, we're going to give the civilian world a shot? And ultimately, I knew that I was always going to do a, a one contract and get out. But I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say I did not think about re-enlisting. While my contract was a little bit longer than most, it was still one of those tough decisions where I said, hey, this, this, is, a, this is a good job. This is a good career. I enjoy serving and helping people. And I, I toyed with the notion of staying in. And this is why I was deployed in the Middle East. And then ultimately, I winded up looking into a dream position of mine, which was to be a law enforcement officer or a law enforcement ranger for the national park system. Now, I'm telling you all this story because ultimately, I achieved my dream position right out of the military. I went and I went to the academy. I invested in myself. I paid for the academy. I went through the academy. I got recruited right out of the academy. Now, that's very rare. I don't mean to sit here and say it was super simple, but I was I was super blessed and lucky and it just really worked out for me. But the main ticket item here was I invested in myself. But not only did I invest in myself once to pay to go through the academy, and ultimately if you're going to be a law enforcement park ranger for the National Park Service, you actually have to pretty much start in that capacity. But I also invested in myself in another aspect in an emergency medical technician or an EMT program. I was in the Middle East. I received an email from the head of the EMT program at the at the public safety center where I was going to attend for my law enforcement degree, or excuse me, my law enforcement academy. So while I was there, or while I was deployed, I got an email. I was able to get internet access from time to time, and I got an email. I reviewed the email, and it said, hey, Mr. Magaha, I'm so-and-so. I'm the head of the EMT program over here at the Public Safety uh, Training Center. We see that you're enrolled and you've been accepted into the National Park Service Seasonal Law Enforcement Training Center or Seasonal Law Enforcement Training Academy. Um, one thing I wanted to point out to you is we do have an opening for you if you would like to join our EMT program that mirrors that schedule. And what I mean by mirrors, I shouldn't say mirrors, actually, that that is con concurrent with that schedule. So I would take the EMT course, and then as soon as the EMT course, I would roll right into my, my academy for the law enforcement. 
can't speak to that. Anyway, so I would take the, the EMT course. Now, here was the caveat. Here's why I was able to do this. And ultimately, between the academy and the and the EMT program, I had to invest about $3,500 into, my, into myself, into my person, right? No, no one else was paying for it. I didn't get any, any loans. I didn't take any, I didn't use any GI bill. I would have been eligible, but I didn't use any GI bill for my military. I, I just, I paid for it out of pocket. I saved up and I paid for it out of pocket. And the reason I tell you all this is because those two things changed the course of my life forever. I was going through, I completed the EMT Academy, both while deployed and back at home. So it worked out perfectly where it was a hybrid program where I could do almost all the book learning online through a college course. And then from there, I had to come for a two week, pretty much drinking through a fire hose session of practical hands-on experience, plus take my exit exams. Then if I passed my exit exams, I was just eligible for the national registry test. That did not make me a, uh, that did not make me an EMT. I still had to take my national registry exams. So with that being said is I'm investing all this money in, into myself. I have no guarantee of a job outside of, outside of the military. Um, I'm, I'm renting in a, uh, a cottage in, in the vicinity of my, of my law enforcement Academy. So I'm paying out of pocket. There's, there's no income I have at this point. So I had to, I had to plan this ahead of time. So I wind up saving both on deployment. I planned this out a year and a half from getting out of the military. So I wind up setting it all up. I applied for the academy. I, I made my decision what I wanted to do. I researched everything, found the academy I wanted to attend in North Carolina. And then from there, I winded up getting all my documentation together. I applied about a year out from my transition date, from my end of service date from the military. Now, I also saved up something called leave or terminal leave, which is you can use the, all of your leave and and still get paid while you're exiting the military. You're technically still in the military, but you have you have leave saved up and you're allowed to burn it all instead of getting a check that pays you out for it. Now, I was able to utilize this and it helped me for a month or two while I got out of the military and allowed me to keep getting paid a little bit while going through the my first police academy. I tell you all this because it was all planned. It was all prepared and it all kind of fell into 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 place with a little bit of help from from just just good good people and and some some good prayer. But at this point it was it was transition out at the end of at the end of December go through, do my two weeks of my EMT hands-on practical, and then start my academy the middle of January, start my police academy the middle of January. Long story short, I paid the money. I took the EMT course, even while I was taking college courses, and even while I was on deployment, um, even through a surgery, a major orthopedic surgery, all this stuff, I was doing all these different things, all these different issues that that technically could have been hurdles or roadblocks. I, I could have just quit anytime, but I persevered through and I winded up getting my EMT certification. I passed my national registry test, thankfully on the first try, and I rolled right into the police academy. Why is that important? Why is my EMT certification important? When I, when I was contacted, they said, Hey, EMT is a very good, a very good option for, for someone going into the national park service. It's looked at very very highly. It's a coveted, it's a coveted certification in the EMT or in the in the National Park Service law enforcement community. 
So at this point in time, I'm thinking this gentleman, which now he's a great mentor of mine, but this gentleman was just trying to fill a billet and trying to sell me on a program. But at the end of the day, I did my own research and found that, hey, even if I didn't, even if this this program was was him just trying to sell me, it did look like it would help me become a law enforcement officer, become a national park ranger uh, in a law enforcement capacity. So I did some research. I saw that this was a position that was really, really um, requested. You know, it was a it was a preference position or a preference certification for almost every park park ranger position, whether it was uh, law enforcement or non law enforcement. And from there, it just winded up being kind of a no brainer. I said, you know what? Let me let me invest my in this money into myself. And no matter what, the knowledge is always mine. So no matter what you're looking at when it's talking about when I'm talking about investing into yourself, that knowledge is always yours. Maybe you're investing in yourself to take a practice practice written exam, or maybe you're investing in yourself to, to get some coaching or some guidance for for the police hiring process, or even even the police career process, the academy process, or your entire law enforcement career. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Maybe you're investing in some additional training to to make your resume look better. Whatever it is. That experience and that knowledge is always yours. That's that's one thing that can never be taken from you ever in in any kind of any kind of capacity outside of a outside of a medical condition, right? That knowledge is always yours. You're always going to have these skills. So if you look at it as that's the investment, and then the added bonus is it's going to pat your resume. It's going to make you stand out among other people. As you're going through this process, keep that in mind. Investing in yourself is the number one trick to increase your worth and to better better obtain your desire to become a law enforcement officer. So I complete this EMT program, right? Let's jump back into this. Halfway through my academy, and I was I was blessed going through my academy where individuals um, individuals put me in a, in a good position in the academy, and I was. I was going through the academy. I was literally in the middle of the academy, the driving, the driving course, and a supervising ranger from the Smoky Mountain National Park shows up to the academy and says, "Hey, we have um, we have a backcountry ranger position, law enforcement ranger position that is that is open. Um, we were going to fill it with someone else. However, that individual is ineligible, and we need someone new. This academy, the academy I was in, graduated." just in time to fill this billet. So at that point in time, they interviewed a few candidates that the director of the public uh, training center was said, hey, these would be good candidates for you and you would be able to hire them quickly uh, immediately after graduation or even during the even during the the academy process on the condition that they complete their academy. So Myself, another individual, and one more individual was was interviewed. The difference between this, while I came early to the public tra- uh, public safety training center, these individuals did not. They they are great candidates. They're they're both doing really well in life, but they they did not come to do the EMT program. It was offered to them. They chose not to due to the fact that they had other other issues that that prevented them from attending it. And the ultimate deciding factor why I was hired for this position was the fact that we all had almost identical resumes, military, uh, good backgrounds, security clearances, everything that we needed. The one thing that separated us, the three of us, was I had my EMT certification. 
I'd completed my EMT certification and it allowed me to stand out just enough because it was a, a coveted position or coveted skill for that position, excuse me, that when they got done interviewing us, they said, hey, you all three were great candidates. Um, Frank, we'd like to make you the offer due to the fact that you have your EMT certification and it's something that is very, uh, very, very useful for a backcountry law enforcement ranger. Now, that was my dream job coming out of the military. And it was one of the best jobs I've ever had in my life. It was it was so much fun. And, and I learned so much from that. Plus, I got to spend a bunch of time outdoors, which I love to do. That being said, right, that right there propelled me from my first law enforcement position to my next law enforcement position where I transferred to D.C., and in doing that, I had to go through all the same processes that uh, everyone else has to go through. I had to go through polygraphs. I had to go through background investigation. I had to do all this for the park ranger position too. But I went through all these different positions and I had to do everything, which is where I learned the technique that I use to, to help you all get hired through these hiring process. But I've applied to dozens of agencies and I've been offered a job to every agency I've ever applied to. Now, I've applied to a lot of agencies due to the fact just to test where I was at, just to run through the test and, and keep options open. However, I've really enjoyed all the departments that I've worked for. The big thing that I would say with this is each time the skills and the knowledge is skills and knowledge is the skills and knowledge that I've received is what made me stand out to get hired on with the next department. Remember, I'm telling when I tell you it's a race, the race is is a race between one to 25 people, somewhere in between there, however many billets are open for either the academy or that department, that's what you're competing for. If the department only has four billets open, which is one of my departments, and hundreds of people apply, you need to be in the top four people that finish that race. You don't have to come in first, but the way to make yourself really stand out and, and be in first is to have knowledge and skills that other others don't have. And the way to do that is to invest in yourself. Maybe you're investing time. Maybe you're investing money. Maybe you're investing time and money, and that one's going to pay off the most, right? You invest time. Okay, that one's going to pay off. You invest a little bit of money because when you invest money, you're you're learning from someone else and you're investing or you're gaining their knowledge and you're learning to not make the mistakes they learned. So there, there you are. Then when you invest time and money, now you're really gaining a skill and knowledge because you're learning how to do something properly, perfectly, and then you can actually take that and reteach that knowledge if you wanted to. So you invest in yourself, right? With this investment, I apply to these other departments. Now I have the now I have a law enforcement academy under my belt, a federal law enforcement academy under my belt. Now I have a an EMT certification under my belt. I have some military experience under my belt. I'm going through college. I don't have a degree at this point, right? But I'm going through college. I'm I'm working on a degree slowly. And I I applied to these other departments. And then I realized what's making me stand out. Well, I took the time to sit there and gain experience, gain knowledge, gain skills. And then so when I submit my resume and then I do well on my written exam or my physical exam, I make it to the board interview. I pass the board interview because I'm able to draw from these knowledge, experience, and skills that I've gained over the years. And it makes me stand out as a more qualified applicant. And all this is based on my my self-investment. How does this keep going? Well, these investments continued throughout my entire career. Not only was I 
able to get into an, a law enforcement instructorship, which is a highly coveted position. I got that because one of the criteria for the first law enforcement instructor position I got, which was a tactical medicine instructor, one of the requirements was to have an EMT certification. I was the only one at my new department in DC that had that certification. So I invested time again, I invested time in drawing up a proposal saying, Hey, this is open. I think this would be a great fit for the, for the department. Here's how it will benefit the department. Not me. I'm not writing how I, it will benefit me. I'm writing how it will benefit the department and how I can bring this training to the department. And then I took that, I took my experience and my knowledge and my EMT certification, and I submitted it. And they said, hey, you're, and I was a junior officer. And it, it upset a few other officers that I worked with. And they said, well, why is Frank going to get an instructorship when he's new? We know he has prior law enforcement experience, but he's new to this department. And they said, he's the only one eligible. He drafted up, he's the eligible. We, we agree with him that this would be a good fit for all of you to learn. And he's the only one eligible enough to become an instructor. So that led me to my first instructorship which my first instructorship then led me to my second instructorship because I did such a good job on my first instructorship, which led me to my second instructorship and my third and my fourth and all my other ones and all my other certifications that I was able to achieve. I tell you this because none of that would have been possible without me making the determination that whether, whether the gentleman emailing me was a, was trying to just fill a billet to sell a class it didn't matter if that was the case or if it wasn't, or if he truly felt that this would benefit me. Now, I believe it might have been both. I believe he he felt, hey, we have an open billet. You would be a good fit for it. Uh, and and I know it would benefit you, even though I didn't know it. I had to do my own research because that's who I was. But but I did my own research. I called him back or I emailed him back and said, I would, I would, I would like to sign up for it. I will mail you the check or give you the credit card number or whatever. And I paid the large amount of money that it was to go through the training program, especially for me at the time, where I said, hey, yep, I'll, I'll do it. And that one decision to invest in myself has propelled my career to, to levels I never even thought I would reach. So what is the best, best thing you can do to gain knowledge and to set yourself apart from any other applicant? That is invest in yourself. Take the time to invest in yourself to make the decision that that will help propel you into the future. Because once you have that knowledge, nothing can take it away from you. That's your knowledge. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who or what tries to, it doesn't matter if you owe anyone money or if you have a bad, bad background or you have something, some other hurdles, that knowledge is there. It's yours to keep throughout the rest of your life. And you can always draw on it and can always make you look better than other candidates. So with that being said, start with the knowledge right now with the free gift, the Getting Started Workshop. That workshop is down in the description for you. That one's going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process. Who knows? Maybe that one day will teach you how to do this for other people down the line, where after you become a law enforcement officer, you can go down this line, take over where I leave off and continue to help law enforcement or law enforcement candidates make it through the hiring process. Additionally, if you have something more specific, I tell you, jump on a coaching call with me. Make sure you can attend it, right? Don't sign up if you can't attend it, but jump on a coaching call for me. I will gladly go over anything specific for your hiring process and give you all the knowledge I can to make sure that you get hired with the department you want as quickly as possible. Stay safe and I will see you next time.